0: Hey, everybody, c Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, a show that is all about mental health empowerment. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about the importance of documenting your personal history. And the importance of that is... The inspiration for this, I should say, is that I've been playing Tomb Raider lately, uh, the second game in the sort of trilogy, the recent trilogy, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Timeline is questionable. I think it's the supposed to be like the origin of her or some, of Lara Croft or something like that. Point is that um, uh, by playing this, uh, you come across relics. You come across the, the sort of like retelling of history in different ways. And uh, mythologies, folklore, stuff like that. And it got me thinking about our personal histories, our personal relics, our personal, uh, the things that we leave behind, the stories that we tell, what we document. And I think the importance of documenting your personal history is, is, is all about being able to tell the story of either what actually happened or your interpretation of what happened during your lifetime for your kids for your grandkids for uh, history to know you for your own mind to get to know yourself there's a lot in here to break down and talk about so let's hit the button and do the thing here on dopamine let's go Drums, please. <laughs> Jit, 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 right, Jit, Jit, right, right. Jit, Jit, I'm Mo Rocca, and I'm excited to announce season four of my podcast, Mobituaries. I've got a whole new bunch of stories to share with you about the most fascinating people and things who are no longer with us. From famous figures who died on the very same day, to the things I wish would die, like buffets, all that and much more. Listen to Mobituaries with Moraka wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so welcome back to Dopamine. I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. If this is your second or third episode that you've listened to, go ahead and hit the subscribe button and leave a rating and review at the end of this episode. Uh, That would be amazing to share your experience. Whatever that experience is, I would just really appreciate your honest feedback that would really help me to improve the show and to to know if what I'm doing is okay and everything's fine. Um, Part of the reason I do this show and the reason I started this show was to document my own mind, to document my own history, to document what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, what I'm working through. That's been kind of the point of dopamine. Uh, before it was dopamine, it was like, I don't know, I had some weird name like the C-Note Super Show or something. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Um, it was the July 2017 is when I started doing this style of podcasting. I had a comedy podcast that I had before, but it was a little bit, uh, it was a little cringy. It was a little bit, um, social justicey and I was not very happy with it, uh, looking back on it. But I also recognize that that's a point of history, my own personal history, my own psychology, mapping my own psychology that I had to go through. And going through that is interesting to see in retrospect. It's interesting to go back and look at what you said and see it for what it is you know, not, not have these interpretations or stories that we tell ourselves about who we were, but to literally see the things that we wrote about ourselves or to hear what we wrote about ourselves. It's really interesting to come across that Uh, for me, because like I, I typically personally based on my personality type and who I am, I don't always remember things verbatim. You know, sometimes I do, but a lot of the time you think you say something and then a certain way, and then you go back and you realize, oh, that was worse or that was better. And being able to have that documented is important to be able to go back and reference. Now, sometimes memories are difficult. Memories are frustrating. Memories are things that you don't want to remember. You know, it's that, that, uh, um, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind kind of situation where you just want to forget everything. And that's not going to be helpful for processing either. So, I mean, as cute as the movie was, <laughs> as, as emotionally deep as the movie was uh, the idea of the movie was not about, you know, forgetting everything, but the importance of remembering. And the importance of remembering starts with documenting and So it really stems from two things that I've been thinking about. One is that when I first started podcasting, it was all about um, the concept of document over create, which was something I got from Gary Vaynerchuk. And that was in service of sort of my entrepreneurial journey, trying to figure out what I wanted to do next, because I spent pretty much had a life of freelancing and I still freelance, but um, I felt like it was time for me to move on. And dopamine has been like this newer venture for me. Uh, so documenting and creating content in this sort of post-internet world, it's not post-internet, it's post, uh, I don't know, there's a, there's a post in there, <laughs> post-website world, I guess. Um, you know, we're in a more of a content creation, short bites sort of content world at the moment. And while I'm talking about content, it's not just about content it's it's about documenting what we experience and doing so as a it, it becomes a uh sometimes notoriety or sometimes attention or sales or whatever can come as a result of like documenting but essentially Some of the best work that's out there, some of the most interesting stuff out there is people who are naturally doing what they're already doing and just sharing it, just documenting it. Painters who are doing uh, in-process painting. Uh, You see comedians on Twitter who are working out their jokes in real time. And you get the thoughts and opinions of people in real time on Twitter. It's not completely the unfiltered thing that you think it is. Uh, in terms of Twitter specifically. But if you can find a way for you to unfiltered document your life away from social media, it can be a part of social media. But I think what's helpful, not only for the idea of journaling, but for content creation or for personal reference, to take a tape recorder or video recorder like I am right now. I'm um, I'm using a Zoom H1. This is like a little cheap recorder. This was less than a hundred bucks, I think. Uh, I bought it a few years ago, Um, but it's, it sounds pretty good. It's not bad. Sometimes I use my phone, but my phone's about to die. So I didn't want to use that Um, and just talk. And I think what's interesting about, uh, about life is that there are different situations happening at different times. Um, And by the way, the second thing that I was going to talk about was like the Tomb Raider stuff, but I'll get to that in a second. It's documenting the times because our personal history is interlaced with culture, with what's happening in the world, etc. So sometimes I, I've struggled right now in this time period with the coronavirus, uh, and there's a lot of grief in the world. There's a lot of loss happening right now. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of intense emotions happening around the world and I think one of the best things that we can do as individuals is document this experience and whether that's just talking to a camera or talking into a recorder I think some way of sharing honestly in a place that's not just going to disappear because the challenge that we have with Twitter and Instagram and Facebook etc is that we don't know how long those platforms are going to last it's not the equivalent of, of burying a cache in your backyard and eventually someone's going to find it, you know, like a time capsule. Uh, it's very different if you have your, your own platform that you can support or you have your own personal documents or some way to keep it for yourself or for your parents or for your kids or for whatever. It, it's, it's a good time to document your life just for the sake of documenting it. And I think it's really easy to get caught up in the, the guilt of the situation. It's very easy to get caught up in the fact that the world is dealing with a lot of things right now. So why would they want to hear from me? Why should I make stuff? Why should I do anything? Why should I create things? Why should I put anything out into the world? And I think the answer is, like everything, a little bit of both. It's a little bit of everything. Like it's valid to feel that. It's valid to feel frustrated and guilty. But at the same time, asking for cultural permission to document your reactions, your situation, what you're working on, or even try to sell things right now, because there are people who are still buying stuff. And you are a person who is still trying to make a living. You're allowed to put your work out there. You're allowed to document your process. You're still allowed to to behave as if you're a normal person right now because there are normal parts of our lives right now. And I think I think it's important to remind people of that. And on the other side, it's important to remind people of the genuine feelings that come up as a result of what's going on in the world. So it's, again, like this twofold thing. The one side of it is being a normal person, quote unquote normal, because a lot of us are coping in different ways. A lot of us are having normal moments in between the chaos we're sitting and watching tv we're still playing animal crossing we're we're you know we're enjoying the company of our family uh as best as we can um you know some of us are having really great alone time with our partners there are good things happening and to ignore good things is not helpful for any situation And the same is true in the opposite direction. Ignoring bad things is not the same as good news. And so ignoring the bad things, ignoring the difficult things, I don't even like saying good and bad. It's more of like easy and challenging Um, because I don't really subscribe to the good and evil concepts really. Um, the, The difficult feelings that come up as a result of what's happening in the world are worth documenting it's worth putting into art Some of the best art that's out there has been a result of world wars and a big life situation social situations uh, propaganda the the I like the ideas that people are trying to put out into the world there are all sorts of documentations of people's perspectives and thoughts and I think in order to stand out in any way, to not let your memory, your perspective, your documentation of the moment die. It's to make sure that a it's unique, it's yours, it's personal and it's authentic and B or two. I don't remember if I just said a or one, (laughs) but, uh, the, the second thing would be to, um, to, to just do it. Um, I kind of screwed that up, but that's fine. The, The idea is that putting your words out there is like being able to cast something into stone. And maybe if you have the ability to do that, if that's your art form, that's amazing. Um, but, but in either case documenting your life documenting what is not just the stories that we tell ourselves, but it documenting what's actually honestly happening in the moment allows for you to go back and reference what actually happened. Because right now there's a lot of stories that we tell ourselves. There's a lot of stories that we tell ourselves every single day, pandemic or not about the things that have happened to us, uh, our personal traumas and stories and history uh, how someone treated us, how we treated someone. And we tend to put ourselves in the in the place of the hero and other people in the place of the villain. And sometimes having these documented moments of what's actually happening can have us look back at those moments and say, like, I wasn't a villain at all, or I wasn't a hero at all. I was just as responsible, or I was just as in it. And that feeling sucked, Or I remember how this felt and I forgot what that was like and I shouldn't be in the relationship I'm in now because this past relationship shows me the exact same thing that's just happening. You know what I mean? The idea is that being able to keep either a journal or a record or art or some sort of expression of yourself into the world, even if it's something you write down and and lock into a journal and privately tuck away, one day someone will read it. And I know thinking about that might keep you from writing it down, but start it with the notion that it's going to be for you. And then someday someone's going to look back and say, wow, it's really amazing to see and hear someone's honest experience about what it was like during the COVID-19 pandemic because there's going to be a time in history a hundred years from now where we're still talking about this unless something worse happens and they're going to be culling from documents, from experiences. And from what we're seeing now in the world, the way government's handling things or whatever, is that what you want to be remembered? The mishandling of everything, or do you want to hear individual stories like what I think is more interesting, we all hear about what happens in textbooks, but every once in a while, documents surface or you see books that come out about people's individual stories about their experience through these amazing times. And the individual perspective colors so much more and paints so much in more than the big story. Because The big story is often told by those who quote-unquote win, the one who has the most influence. But your story is something that you have complete control over. And that doesn't mean making up your story. That means telling your story. I think that's an important distinction to make sure that, again, you're not just making it up. Of course, you can write stories. I'm not saying that you have to just document your truth necessarily, but the the two things have to basically not cross over. What I mean is that if you're going to document your truth, then do the best that you can for the sake of yourself, for your kids, for whoever, to document the authentic, honest experience of what it is that you're dealing with. Because often, that's what we pay therapists for, the room to do that. And we often have the ability to do that ourselves, but we don't take that opportunity much of the time. That's what this podcast started out being, uh, a way for me to continue therapy because my therapist that I loved, that I searched for, that I finally found someone that could hold space for my thoughts, she had to move and I couldn't continue therapy with her because not only did she move, but she was working on some completely different things and kind of moving forward in her life. And it would not have been fair for me to continue to try to ask her to be my therapist, when she wasn't trying to do that right anymore. So I decided to start this podcast and, and be as honest as I can with what I'm feeling, what I'm experiencing, what I'm thinking about in order to encourage that in others, because this is the stuff I only share the things that are, that make sense to me. And I think every other person in any moment is going to share what makes sense to them in the moment. And it's okay if what makes sense to you in the moment then doesn't match up to what makes sense now. I, I, I'm always astonished by the amount of dissonance that I may have experienced in the past based on whatever was happening in the world at the time, and then looking at it now and being embarrassed by it, but remembering how much conviction I had at the time. And these are all tools that help with growth. These are tools that allow you to reference your past self because your past self is just a construct. All that exists is now. And what you can do now is document who you are so that your future self can get to know your present self. And that becomes your past self. So you get to know your past self, and it kind of links to the idea of the three U's. You know, you set yourself up in the future, you document what's happening now so that your future self can be prepared for what's to come and maybe be, to learn from their past mistakes and learn from your past moments so that your present self can look at the past and say, hey, this, this this is gonna help me make better decisions sometimes. And this can help me see what's been done. That doesn't necessarily mean to, um, to look at the past and see it as a, a holistic warning about you know taking future leaps of faith and risks and things like that but it's the general notion that your past is just who you were and who you are the past doesn't exist unless it's documented it doesn't exist it only exists in our minds what we can remember but if we document it it's in reality it's in the world it's part of our story that we leave behind And I'm not talking about, um, you know, death in this moment, but I'm talking about the eventuality of death because our mortality is just that we are mortal beings. And I know sometimes that's tough to hear or think about, but that's part of the reality of existence. That's what makes life so beautiful is the fact that one day we are going to die. And part of our existence, part of being able to be here is to document it, to leave trails behind, to leave footprints so someone else can know where to go, to find ways to share our honest experience so that someone who is feeling alone in an intense situation can know that they are not the only person in history who has experienced that. That's part of why I started this podcast as well, is because I started to see over time that there were people that were experiencing things similar, if not more extreme or less extreme than what I was experiencing. And it was those people who documented those experiences that I got to see. And then I got to experience that they were not alone and that I am not alone as a result of their expression. So I felt like it was my duty to continue to pass the torch to find my own way to express my own story, to be honest, to be authentic, to be who I am, to express what I'm feeling. Even if that's like an intense podcast episode where I get out of the grocery store and I'm feeling all of the intense senses of dread after, you know, experiencing possibly infected people at the grocery store. And you know, dealing with the the struggles and the challenges and how I'm honestly experiencing everything. So how all of this leads to like Tomb Raider and stuff is that I had to listen to my own personal story in order to change some of my own behaviors. I hadn't really played video games in a long time. I have a Nintendo Switch. I have a PC that I bought in order to play more video games because that's something I really enjoy. I love the engagement. It's really good for my ADHD, for the feedback loop, but it's also, it helps me escape reality when I need to, which is important sometimes. It helps me get involved in different narratives and being able to experience different things, even if it is virtually, is good for me as a person. So being able to have that in this moment is incredibly important. But one of the narratives that I had told myself growing up is that, to play too many video games is going to be a turnoff for my partner. And it's not going to be good for the relationship. And you're going to be seen as one of those deadbeat boyfriends that only plays video games and ignores his girlfriend. And, uh, you know, it's just a, a cascading effect of being an unproductive person or being useless or whatever, all of these narratives that I told myself that I built logic around that allowed me to stay in a place where I was depriving myself of of joy and experience and it was only until I thought back to those histories thought back to that story and was able to look at myself and say that made sense maybe in the moments because the people that I were was with the person that I was with at the time would perpetuate that stereotype and wouldn't allow me to experience joy in the way that I wanted to experience joy and having a partner now, like I wish I had documented some version of what I was experiencing at the time, but I remember enough holistically of what I was experiencing that I was able to share that with my partner, Molly now, and she's able to reinforce how important it is for me to get that For myself to experience that joy. And all of that has led to a, a, what I feel is hopefully a pretty good podcast episode about documenting your history because of Tomb Raider. (laughs) So it's actually been a, a reminder for me that relaxation and getting immersed into a world and doing something that video games are not bad, that video games are not going to harm my relationship and that I'm allowed to enjoy those things has actually led to a podcast episode. It's led to things that I can talk about and speak to. So in Tomb Raider, there's, you know, you're collecting relics, you're, you're, there's tapes, you can hear people's story. And it just made me think about all of those things because I've had, I've had this urge more so as a photographer, as a videographer, as a creator to create more things in more ways. Uh, one of the big things for me has been taking photographs. Um, there's this thing going around right now around sharing senior photos, because during this crisis, which is like towards the end of the school year, this is it's April, 2020 right now. And during the end of the school year, there is this, uh, series of things that happen for seniors when it comes to like prom or, um, graduation. It's a unique experience and a lot of people are sharing their graduation photos and I never got my graduation photos taken. I remember feeling like I, I have a history of slipping past history. What I mean is that I have a personal history of not getting my photo taken, not wanting to be documented. I have maybe one photo from high school somewhere it's like some random photo in one of the yearbooks I had, I went to two different high schools um, and I was in a video club once. So there's a video with me in it somewhere, but I was not, I did not take senior photos. I did not participate in things. I was very detached from reality. I was just kind of living in my own world in my own head because my own head is my sense of reality as an introvert. And I over relied on that meaning I I did not see the importance when I was younger of documenting my life. Now I have very few relics of when I was a kid, and every so often when I find a new photo or something that's interesting, um, it's, it's pretty mesmerizing to think about past versions of yourself, what your life looked like, who you were, how you grew up, the different themes that you went through. I went through a Limp biscuit phase real hard. (laughs) It was not great. Um, I had like the red New York Yankees hat, the whole thing. Um, And I was just a miserable, miserable kid. Uh, I didn't participate in things. Um, And, you know, my personal history has a lot of stories that reinforce that. But I think if I had opportunities to document those moments a little bit more, if I took the opportunity to journal my thoughts or, or do a podcast, I could be able to go back and reference those. I did write a lot of uh, songs. Uh, My mom found some journals recently of some stuff that I've written. So I need to go back and revisit those and see what that's all about. But it's really interesting to, to take this time to both reflect on the things that you've already documented and remember that it's still important, especially as an adult that gets involved in, in producing things, in creating content, in selling things, in um, participating in the ecosystem of adulthood, that it's still important to document our lives for who we are holistically as a person so that our future self 10 years from now can look back and see what we're what we are and what we're doing and what that was like there's going to be a time when we look back on this crisis and need, and we're going to need to remind ourselves of how bad it was because it is very easy to get rested into our laurels and get rested into the idea that what we're experiencing now is the worst thing we've ever felt, even if it's literally not. And being able to go back into our personal history, sometimes find things that were worse or be able to find something that calibrates to our sense of mortality or sense of reality to a sense of, of what is actually worth worrying about, worth having anxiety about. I think having those things documented is important. And not only that, but in this moment with content spreading so fast, it's important for me to put this podcast episode out because there are people right now searching for my relics of what it is that I'm experiencing so that they can feel not so alone so that they can feel like they are valid. They're seen that their experience is something that they can, they can learn from. And that my experience is something they, they can learn from. Right. So while I think it's valid for plenty of content creators to pretend as if this is not happening and continue to make evergreen content, I think it's also important that if that's the case, I think it's still important to make sure that we're documenting the here and now, because this is the only, hopefully this moment is the only moment that's going to happen. Like this is the only time this thing is going to happen. Uh, It is a unique time with this pandemic, but every single day, every single moment of your life is a unique experience. You are not the same person that you were yesterday, You have not experienced the same exact things that you have yesterday. And the more you document, the more detailed you can probably get to find the differences, to find the nuances, to find the cracks, to find the happy moments, to find all of the little bits and pieces, the things that we kind of gloss over every single day and take a moment to say, like, what did I do today? Or what did I think about today? What was a good moment? What was a bad moment? What was a difficult thing? What was a... What was something I learned today? What was something that made me think about my existence today? What was, uh, you know, what made me grateful for my existence today? You know, those are some questions you can ask yourself every day. Give yourself a couple of prompts like that to either write in your journal or put in a podcast or put on a YouTube video and to share with the world. Because right now, there's just all the tweets that we're sharing. I, I doubt anyone's going to excavate our tweets. I doubt there will ever be a moment where someone's going to be digital smelunking for these details. Who knows? Maybe that'll be a thing in the future. That's possible. I'm not going to completely discount it. That would be interesting. In like the year 2300, there's the idea of like a digital archeologist who goes back in time uh, through tweets and tries to piece together stories, but so I'm going to flip it on its head. Then in real time, I want you to think about that instead. I want you to think about what you are documenting, like blase, on Twitter, on Facebook, etc., and think about the stories that you do want to tell. So there's like I said, I'm kind of come I'm kind of come full circle here, um, where. I think it's important to document the truth of your experience, but I also think it's important to document what's important. Again, asking those important questions of yourself every single day. What have you experienced? What has given you life today and think about the future. Think about 200 years from now when there is a digital archeologist. Cause now that I think about it, there's probably going to be something like that if these platforms still exist. And they're going to be going in through these tweets and combing through these tweets. Do you want them to see all of these tweets of you being uh, unhelpful <laughs> to people? Or do you want to find ways to be supportive and helpful to people? It, it's Again, if it's your honest experience, just be honest about your experience. But in terms of your contribution to history, I think it's important to think about a little bit how you want to be a part of that. And to think about how the documenting of your life is going to be seen in the future. So, like I said, everything's not really a cut and dry thing, right? there's There's one side of the coin and then there's the other side of the coin. There is making content that is evergreen because there are people who just want to keep going and they don't want to be reminded of what's going on. Then there's the other side of it where there are people who are wanting to know your experience so that they can feel heard and seen and not feel like they're alone in their dread. And then there's the other side of, of, of um not the other side, but then there's, there's the, the notion of documenting honestly versus documenting something that is a well thought out, Expression of who you are, right? It's not just—that's really the idea here—is that it's not necessarily just a—it's not a quote-unquote raw, unfiltered expression of who you are. It's—it's it's in the um, uh, what's the word I'm trying to use? I'm trying to find a specific wording. It's um, you're not being thoughtless about it, you know. It's about being honest, but not just using any words that you can find it's about what is your honest expression but not in such a way that is going to allow people to make assumptions of your character like you're still telling a story even if you're being honest does that make sense and like i could i could come on this podcast and i could just rant and rave and and curse and scream about the president or scream about government or scream about what's happening in the world but that's not necessarily helpful either you know the the idea of being helpful is about sharing my authentic honest experience and sharing that yes those things are upsetting to me but my honest authentic experience is that I'm trying to work through those things. I'm trying to work past those things. Um, So if part of your experience and expression is to be raw and unfiltered and screamy and whatever, fine, do it, work through it. But also think about how you want history to remember you as a person. And especially if you're trying to put out content and you're trying to put out that kind of important breadth of work, then think about that a little bit in terms of how you're going to be remembered by your family, by your fans, by your friends, by your customers, uh by the people who are who are loyal to you and the generations of people after that, because these are our this is our legacy, this is who we are, and it's something that we have control over. I think it's really easy to say like. Why why should I care about my own legacy? Like I'm going to die. Why should I document anything? I think documenting is part of what gives us life. It's part of cultivating our own purpose. It's part of cultivating a meaning of life. I think it's really easy to say like there's no meaning to life, so why should I record anything if it's all meaningless? By recording and documenting, you're giving things meaning. You're passing the torch. You're not just reproducing by having sex and birthing a child, you're reproducing your thoughts. It's the closest thing you can get to actually birthing an ego baby and, and having it out there in the world. Um, my, in, in a sense, my documenting of this podcast is a way for my ego, my thoughts, my representation of myself, my identity it's a way for that to go viral, ironically, and for, that to, for ideas to spread. Because ideas spreading and creating a big network of connections from person to person makes humanity holistically better. I know I keep using the word holistically, but as a whole, it's going to make humanity better. It's part of the contribution of existing. So really, at the end of the day, this entire podcast about creating relics for yourself and documenting your life is all about your contribution to existence and creating your own personal meaning. I think a lot of us look towards the external. We look towards uh, God, Buddha, etc., which is valid. You're allowed to do that as well. But there's a secondary part of it. That's the internal spirituality, the internal sense of self the internal meaning of life and existence, because a lot of us are also experiencing an existential dread and being able to document what is to document what we're experiencing allows us to take some control back to allows us to have this purpose that we can cultivate of sharing our thoughts and ideas to create community, to spread positive ideas, to, Build a better future so that when this is all over or when the next thing is is we have to face happens, we have documentation to reference to deal with it. If the Spanish flu in 1918 wasn't documented, we wouldn't know how to deal with some things in certain ways. If SARS didn't happen or MERS didn't happen, the the Middle Eastern uh coronavirus and then the SARS coronavirus basically they're they're a family of coronaviruses if if those things didn't happen some countries wouldn't be prepa- as pre- prepared as they were if this isn't happening right now to the United States we wouldn't have a means to document how to handle it in the future does that make sense maybe i didn't say that right but but generally the idea is that if things are happening now and we don't document them, that means that in the future, we're not going to know how to handle them. And that's not just for us, but that's for our kids. That's for future generations. That's for the sake of humanity. And so documenting your story is about doing your part. You can think of it as contributing, or you can think of it as your personal expression. You can think of it as, um, just leaving a relic of your existence It's your version of having a statue molded for you. And it's something that you can control. You can control your legacy. You can control your story. It's not about propaganda. It's not about making up stories, but it's about your honest, true expression of who you are, what you're experiencing, and how to go forward from there. So before we wrap up, I want to share a testimonial from one of my recent profiling sessions. Hi, I'm J.G. Autry, and thank you for taking the time to listen to my experience with Christian Rivera. I am so excited that I took him up on his offer, on his uh, profiling session offer, because I have been wondering about my personality. (laughs) Uh, I don't want to say personality disorder. I've just been wondering about myself and why I was struggling to get results out of what I wanted from life. And it was very, very helpful to have that opportunity to talk to him, to learn from his training and his experience, and finally get confirmation about who I am and and how I show up in the world. So if you've been wondering how you could further help yourself in that way, check Christian out. I think it'll be an amazing experience for you. And I really hope that it'll help you come to some answers that you've been looking for. So if you want to go sign up for your own profiling session, you can go to bit.ly slash profiling session. These are Myers-Briggs profiling sessions. This is a way for you to calibrate and find your sense of normal, especially when you're dealing with intense times, times of stress, how you would document something. Uh, It could be a matter of understanding your personality type so that you're not just following the masses. You're not just following culture. You're not just sort of trying to mold yourself to the expectations of the external world, but you can redefine what your sense of normal is and know when you're kind of going too far off track and how to take some control back in your life. So bit.ly slash profiling session, go sign up. And uh, I'm still doing pay as you can until the end of April, perhaps for as long as this pandemic is going on, but go ahead and sign up now. Um, a lot of people have had really great experiences and I hope that you'll have a great experience as well. So thank you friends for listening to this episode. I really appreciate you. Thank you to our Patreon supporters, Calvin Eaton, Molly Owens, Jay, uh, one other person, I can't remember your name. I apologize. I'll have to look, uh, at the names again, but, uh, I appreciate you guys for all being patrons, being supporters some profiling sessions i'm putting up in full on our patreon page we also have a discord page and we have movie night which is if you're learning personality typology that is a way for you to sign up and and get involved with some coaching from me around that so go check out our patreon patreon patreon.com dopamine and you can also check out our website for articles uh podcast episodes all sorts of things that we're putting on dopamine.life to go check that out today Um, so that's it. If you appreciated this episode, like subscribe, leave a rating and review all of that good stuff. Leave your comments and questions. I love to talk to you guys. I love to know what's going on. I love to know what you're thinking, uh, especially in these difficult times. How are you documenting your life? Let me know. What are some of the ways that you are, are cementing some of your history? (laughs) Uh, not necessarily just in tweets or just on Reddit or just in comments of YouTube videos, but what are you working on to leave a little bit of your own personal legacy? It doesn't have to be big picture. just to, It has to be a little bit of like, you know, for your family, for yourself, something you can personally reference. Um, I literally was playing Animal Crossing and I sent myself a letter for my own birthday. You can literally do something like that. Leave yourself a letter for the future or you know from your past self uh, i think that stuff is really interesting uh, those are ways that you can leave relics for yourself and document your life because your life is valid your life is important and i want to hear your story so share your story in the comments let me know what you think and um, take extra special care of yourself these times are worth documenting Uh, our personal stories are worth documenting. What's happening in the world is worth documenting so that we can share with our kids, we can find a way forward and we can have a better sense of our existence and our own meaning of life and how we can cultivate our sense of purpose and document how we're contributing to reality right now. So with all of that said, cover your mouth, wash your hands, take care of yourself, stay inside, love each other, check in with your friends play video games because i love that and that's fun stay away from drugs alcohol all of that stuff none of that actually helps Uh, temporary feelings like that not great don't do any of those things Uh, love yourself love one another take care of yourselves and each other and i'll catch you next time on dopamine see you guys This has been a C-Note Media Production.